0: Surprise, surprise! Welcome back to the Men in Ties podcast. I'm Jacob Nault, joined by my host Joshua James. Say hi, Josh.
1: Hello. Oh, hey, hey, hey.
0: <laughs> you already messed up. I haven't, I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> haven't done it in a while. It's been like four months. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're glad to be back. A lot of stuff has been going on, uh, both within our own country and, and, uh, abroad. So, uh, to start off, uh, a really big thing that's been happening. You know, a lot of talk and buzz is that there, there is an election, uh, taking place, uh, on September 20th. An election has been called. So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. So, uh, Josh, what, what do you think about the election being called? How do you feel about that?
1: Well, um, I I mean, I expected it. Uh, I I was one of those people back in 2019 who called an election for for the middle of 2021. And it looks like I was right. Uh, So I I, I pat myself on the back for predicting the future. Uh, Why the Prime Minister feels the need to call an election? Well, it's obvious he believes he can regain his majority. Um, and some polls are suggesting that's the case. Some people are suggesting that that's questionable. Uh, but, uh, you know, democracy is democracy, and we'll, we'll take what we get.
0: Is that it? That's it? You're just going <laughs> to stop right there?
1: Well, this is where you come in and say, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you know, usually, usually you, you allude to it and be like, isn't that right, Jacob? You don't just stop talking. You know, but, but but sure, but sure. No, 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 no.
1: Let me, let me do.
0: Okay. Let me let me go ahead. I'll go ahead. All right. I guess it's my turn. Um. Yeah. So, as Josh stated, um, they they you know I he is trying to regain his majority, and I mean, I I don't blame him for wanting to do that it's a smart move you know it has happened in the past it's not like this is the first time in history when a prime minister has done this to try to regain a majority um but i mean given the circumstances with you know we're in the middle of a recovery plan for the for the you know pandemic uh a lot of unknowns still and and for this move to be made now some some just see it as just simply a power grab, which which basically that's all you can really sum it up to be um but but i do understand why he's doing it i mean you want your government to be strong uh you know you want to build to have a majority so you can get get the majority of your platform done and you're able to lead canada hopefully into a uh, a good recovery. But I, I don't know if our current government is really good at that right now, as it is. So I don't know if a majority would really
1: help us. Well the record is certainly spotty, um, but you know, there's just this problem with the uh, with the with the um the pandemic talk that I think the conservatives are turning around. And I, I and I, I, I borrowed this from some liberal who I hear well I mean you know some days conservative and then we have to take something liberal <laughs>
0: Oh, he's a, he's yeah, a flip flopper. He's a flip flopper. He's like you. He was like you back then. <laughs> one moment you were a liberal, the next you're a new Democrat. Then you're conservative, and then you went back to new Dem. I don't know. I remember at one point you said, when you're a new Democrat, though, that you would one day be prime minister and have an orange suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Uh, that.
1: I I I think it's important to have a stylish government, though. Oh, of course, so. of course. Anyway, uh, what was I saying before you, uh, interrupted me so rudely? Oh uh, yes, um... Uh, what did you do to me? To my Something brain about
0: team? a flip-flopping uh, right, liberal. Right, right,
1: right, right. So the, the flip-flopping liberals uh, complain that conservatives have no business bringing up, um... Uh, what, what, what's it called? The pandemic. Because, uh, you know, we don't support the lockdowns and we don't take vaccinations seriously and we don't take masking seriously. So for us to, uh, bring up, um, the, the lockdown, the pandemic, as a reason to not have an election, is very hypocritical.
0: Well, you know, I don't, I don't really think it is, because you nope. know, there's there's different. Well, well, you see, this whole pandemic, you know, there's different ways of handling it. You know, um, I personally would have taken a different route than than what what our government has done. Um, you know. Uh, here in Alberta, with we we actually lost all of our restrictions on like July first. I'm pretty sure, uh, well, actually, almost
1: all of our restrictions. Yes, there's been a pause in the uh, delay of restrictions because of the rise in COVID cases.
0: Yes, but I mean, so far, for the most part, it's not terrible. I mean, of course, there there, there is still going to be rising cases, but I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. I mean, there's always going to be a rise in cases for any illness. It's just like every, time, every year we have flu season. It's the same thing. There's going to be a rise and then there'll be a fall. Um, I, I think it's working so far for us in Alberta. I know a lot of people were happy about it. Um, but but I'd say, you know, even speaking of that, though, I don't know if Jason Kenney can afford another shutdown. I really don't think he can afford another shutdown.
1: Well, I think when people realize that Rachel Notley would have shut down even worse, uh, they'll they'll come to their senses and realize that that's just that it's silly to phone them out based on that. yeah, true. Because uh, I, I doubt it's it's little more than just talk when they say, "Oh, we're going to vote for a more right wing party uh, to send a message." Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to separate. Separate. <laughs> they're, they're just uh, they're they're like. Um, what are they like? They're like the teenage girl who says, "I'm gonna kill myself," and X does not happen, You know.
0: Jeez, that's a dark. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not wrong though. We all know someone who's like that. And mm-hmm. I guess that's a good example. I mean, I would have given a more PG example, but you know, we, we you know, freedom of the press, freedom of speech. So, yeah, if I that's mean. not your jam, I guess this isn't the podcast for you.
1: I mean, it's a pretty common example. I mean, gift right. I know, but it's just you it's a know it, it type just, of the adolescent girl that she kills herself, or or she threatens to kill herself when uh, she thinks. And then she never way. does it.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyways, we should probably round back uh, back right. to the topic of the election. So, um, yeah. Also, uh, you know, it was called with the minimum amount of days to campaign, which was, I believe, was thirty six days so you know
1: it's really really rushed um how long should an election campaign be i mean we want to do like the states where it's like, like 18 months no i like my short campaign well
0: yeah but i i feel like a few months would have been a bit better you know it gives you more time to 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 you know lay out your plan a bit better you know ex- you know go around gain support
1: I, I, mean, I mean, if you if you can't do that in a month, there's a problem if you're a national party. But speaking of plans, you know, uh, Aaron O'Toole has at least some aspects of his platform. I haven't read the full platform, but I have read some aspects.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. Bits know? and pieces.
1: Well, uh, for the them, one,
0: the one thing that sticks out the most is a GST-free holiday. I, I
1: mean, well, I, I think that's an understep from uh, what could have been a, the complete elimination of the. Uh, uh, GST, but uh, you know he, he, we have to start somewhere. Yeah, you have to you have to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides the GST, you have uh, he's promising increased support for mental health and transfers to the provinces for healthcare purposes. He wants to implement a credit for childcare, which will align, which he says will take up 75% of the cost of child care for low income families um, what else does he promise
0: and do you think that's better than the proposed liberal $10 a day childcare?
1: well I certainly would prefer a credit than I would to, uh, to more government spending but, uh, I guess yeah <laughs> that's a great question when I was thinking about how to make childcare more affordable I, I was I, I had been thinking of um, you know just uh, monthly supplements being sent to families. Uh, so hmm, that's a great question. That's a really great question.
0: Hmm. <laughs> are you? Is that your answer? Or are you trying to think of how to answer?
1: Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the ten dollars a day child care is. You'd um, have to do the research, the yes, math on I, it. Yes. Whether that's better than I, that. I,
0: than I assume they're probably credit. similar because I, I wouldn't assume that 0 2 would just come out because a lot of people do like the idea of that $10 a day childcare, so I'm sure he his party, you know, the Conservatives would try to get something that would be equal in value well, to, his, to the his, $10 a day.
1: His objection to Mr. Trudeau's childcare plan is that he's going to implement it over half a decade. And that's, that seems to be his main objection. So it could very well be something similar
0: so what it's bad that he's gonna implement it over a half a decade or it's good like what, what, what do you mean is it like wow. who what, what, what trudeau's the, what wait, wait, wait 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 trudeau's trudeau's <laughs> wait so trudeau's implementing it over the next uh, over half a decade the, the, the his liberal, child care plan the
1: liberal child care strategy will be implemented over five years Mr. and Lillian, why does he reject that uh, because Mr. O'Toole uh, says that's too long. He says that we need to deal with affordable, affordable child care. Oh, okay.
0: Now. I thought I thought it was gonna. I thought you were gonna end up saying that Mr. O'Toole thought it was it was it was uh, uh, too short, and I was gonna say <laughs> why. I was I was gonna I was gonna pull the brakes and say, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. That's a fair argument. Um, But, you know, good for the Liberals. They're finally trying to do stuff in moderation for once. So, (laughs) I guess, you know, there's a start.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, uh, on the issue of affordable housing, Mr. O'Toole has promised to ban, um, what's it called? uh, uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, so they can't buy houses here as assets. I like that idea. I mean, you know... I like when people come and invest here, but I mean, if that investment isn't really doing much other than growing their assets and growing their wealth and it's not reinvesting the money back into the economy, then I don't really see a point. I'd rather have, you know... I'd rather have Canadians buy these houses, use their own money, and then, you know, invest themselves.
1: Well, I would have uh, no objection to... for an investment if they used it to rent... Oh,
0: yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if it was used in some way to, like, actually contribute to the economy rather just than just contribute to their overall assets, so they could sell at a profit, later. and especially this would especially help in places like in British Columbia, where, like, in Vancouver, like I remember one time I read about how there was this little tiny, decrepit house in the middle of downtown Vancouver, and it's was uh, on the market for like 1.5 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just ridiculous and it was a decrepit little like one bedroom shack it was like something from the 1800s (laughs) where your whole family would have to sleep in one room i mean that's a bit that's a bit ridiculous for pricing so hopefully this could help combat that uh make it somewhat more affordable maybe get that from 1.5 million to half that at least you know Mm it's a start uh but yeah no i i i I don't i'm currently supporting that. I like that idea. Um,
1: Perhaps the most controversial policy proposed so far is that Mr. O'Toole plans to move Canada's embassy to Jerusalem. You'll notice that Mr. Trump did that in the United States, and it was, uh, you know, lambasted by opponents of the Israeli government. Um, and uh, because the issue, of, the issue of Israel is always controversial in foreign politics in its relationship with Israel because Israel is seen as an oppressor of the Arabs, which is a debatable topic.
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, but every party has something controversial. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) In in some form or another, so I mean like, I I don't think that'll be the the big show stopper.
1: Well, I I, I think it will be uh, as of now there's certainly going to be more to come up in the campaign, but this is the most controversial policy right now, which is the, um, the Jerusalem issue. Uh, Aaron O'Toole's, um, critics seem to focus more on statements he's made rather than the policies he's proposed, so we're going to go by policy-wise about what is controversial about him and will be his supportive history. Ah what
0: other policies is there any other policies that he's come out with like have you have you read because i've only i've i've read pretty much uh only a few things and so far we've covered it i haven't read everything about his whole plan and whatnot and i haven't read any of the other parties really just little bits and pieces
1: well on the Um, environment mr o'toole uh wishes to implement this carbon savings account as a replacement for the carbon tax. It's supposed to take money, put it in a savings account that you can use for environmentally friendly purchases. But of course he wants to build more pipelines, that's pretty obvious. Um, Otherwise than that, that's all I've gotten to around the the O'Toole platform as of of today. Uh, And I didn't read the other party platforms, but um, what's his name what's the one with the bag uh <laughs> Jag not, 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 thing? Not, not not the bag, sorry <laughs> uh, meets
0: thing. is yes. that what you're trying to say the one with the bag really <laughs> really me. the one with the bag
1: excuse me come back <laughs> uh Jag, Meet singh the the leader of the new democrats well you know so the, the democratic socialist as he calls himself he's proposing a wealth tax which is based on the american uh proposals from or, uh, isn't it
0: everyone who makes over or the top uh, one percent of wealth earners, whatever it is, they get taxed like a certain amount? And wasn't it also people who make over four hundred thousand dollars would get a tax or an increase in tax? I, I read something about that.
1: Well, what Mr. Singh wants to do is that um, he wants to implement a, a tax of one percent. On families with fortunes over twenty million. Yeah, that. Yes. What do you think of a wealth tax? Should we tax people's wealth?
0: No, I don't. I don't really think so. I mean, I'm. Uh, no one likes taxes. Uh, it Doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. No one. No one wakes up in the morning. I mean, I. I, I know I don't. Uh, I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, boy, I can't wait to get taxed. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to lose like a quarter of my paycheck. No one says that.
1: Uh, well, yes, but I think we have to recognize that there is a place for taxation. When you enter into a society, you... Well, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm against uh, taxation, but I'm just saying I'm not. To, I'm just saying to, uh, taxation. Pay no, I tax know,
0: tax but I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not against it, but I'm just saying no one likes having to pay taxes. And, and especially, you no know, one likes getting raised taxes. So, I mean, but sure our taxes—or I feel like our— ta- isn't it, I feel like our tax is pretty pretty high already as is.
1: Well, Mr. Singh uh, says that raising the tax, uh, implementing his tax, would raise uh, somewhere between 44 and 61 billion dollars in revenue that could be used to improve public services. Now. Prime Minister having put us in so much debt, uh, you know, one might say that increased taxes is justified if we're not going to cut spending. Um, I say that a wealth tax is misguided. Uh, the difference between a wealth tax and other taxes is that if you, your wealth doesn't necessarily continue to grow see the, the premise of the income tax, the premise of the consumption tax, is that you're gonna keep spending, so there's gonna be a, a basis for continued taxing. You're gonna keep working, so there's a basis for that as well. But with the wealth tax, um, you have X amount of assets one year, and then you have less amount of assets the next year, and less and less and less. Now to save those assets, you'll be incentivized to tax evade, and no politician has ever been able to effectively close all tax loopholes. In fact, sometimes you need tax loopholes to get the wealthy to do uh, other things, such as you know investing. Uh, in well, that's what I was gonna say. Research, I was gonna say I was gonna say share. that
0: we should we should be focusing on convincing. Um, the wealthy to reinvest well, rather what, than tax is, is what I would uh, would see would would see as the better option. You know, well, that,
1: well, that's what uh, Mr. O'Toole seems to be planning. He's proposed tax credits, month. Yeah, uh, exactly. To to drum up the wealthy to uh, invest in, in businesses and to to uh, incentivize those businesses to spend that new capital on creating jobs, as part of his plan to recover the one million jobs lost by the pandemic.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that's a better solution than to tax more, so we can put more money to government services. And then, because I, I, I feel like in the end we'll just be accruing more and more debt. You know, uh, if you don't have a job, you don't have an income. If you don't have income, then you, you have to rely on more government government support. <laughs> and you have to rely on more government support. That means, you know, more spending, usually. So,
1: indeed, yes, it is an endless cycle
0: yeah it'll just keep raising so we need to we want to create jobs so we can tax those jobs and etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh we're, we're getting quite long in this segment but, 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 but ah okay i'm stuttering but before we move on uh there is a question that I, I heard a reporter ask mr Trudeau uh like yesterday i'm pretty sure um and the question was given the fact that you know he's called this election and a lot of the parties and a lot of people aren't in support of it um if he fails to regain a majority uh if he should resign and uh uh, and um you know he dodged the question as usual (laughs) uh he went on and on about how canadians want a strong recovery i don't even i don't even think it was that it was really bad it sounded really bad you know i was watching on the tv when i was getting my car fixed and uh everyone in there kind of just looked at the TV and gave it a weird look like what, what is he talking <laughs> about <laughs> that doesn't really make sense but okay um, so he dodged that question uh, but, but in your opinion uh, well I'll give my opinion if he failed to do so should he resign uh, you know he's, he's had a lot of scandals in, in throughout his political career uh, especially as prime minister um Now while this wouldn't be a scandal per se, it's more of um, you know, when you make a grab for power like that and, and if you fail and, and considerably even worse, if he fails miserably, right? Um, like let's say let's say they get an even worse minority, or let's say the conservatives somehow pull through and get a, get their own minority. you know, should he resign? Um, depending on the situation, I would say yes he probably should resign. If you fail, you know, if, if you're gonna call an election to try to get more power, great, good for you. But if you fail to do that, I mean, you kind of just look like a clown. So I, I, I feel like it would be a good idea for him to resign, especially if the conservatives gain a minority, because at that point, I mean, you've lost. You lost, you lost the confidence of, of the country at that point for the most part, so. But uh, what do you think, Josh?
1: Well, that's just that's such a great question. I mean, it, it, there's so many factors. I mean, uh, first, Mr. Trudeau will have to assess his uh, his his ambitions. The Liberal Party needs to assess whether he uh, can lead them uh, uh, into the next election and uh, redeem himself. Um, you know, the individual Liberal members will need to see what they think of their 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 leader. They'll need to try and estimate uh, who would be a potential successor and what they think of them. And what the Canadian people think of them, and like you said, uh, we'll need to see what the makeup of the next parliament is. So I, I think it's too early to determine whether Mr. Trudeau should resign um, if he uh, loses this election. All
0: right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, that that's enough, I think, for now about that topic. Uh, we'll we'll keep ourselves informed and posted for our next podcast and then we'll, we'll see where we're at we should be, by that point we'll be probably two to three weeks into the, into the campaign so um, yeah, we'll definitely keep informed and talk about this again next time but uh, moving on, another big thing with a lot of controversy and a lot of, of public cry uh, is, is the situation in Afghanistan and we will talk about that in just a moment ready so uh as previously mentioned um there's there's a lot going on in afghanistan i i get the basics of the situation i understand what's happening josh i feel like you probably are more suited to to kind of explain it so i'm gonna probably let you do that
1: okay well uh, it's really simple terrorist insurgents have taken over the government of Afghanistan.
0: but there is more to it than that i just said i just did the basic. Terrorists have overthrown the government the, okay. their wow. what, what was it their prime minister their president has fled i think their president has fled so i mean obviously sure. we we all know that it doesn't take a lot but
1: i mean okay. there's well, more to you it. mr no. okay well, the Taliban is a uh, extremist uh, radical extremist organization in afghanistan that has a more very um uh well what one might call an extremist um interpretation of islam but one might call a more organic interpretation of islam depending on your opinion on islam <laughs> Uh, The Taliban have their roots in resistance groups that were funded and supported by the United States government during its Cold War with the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union tried to lead an intervention in Afghanistan, uh, and the government of the United States had funded these groups to uh, oppose um, this invading force. And in the aftermath of the collapse of the Soviet Union, um, a democratic republic was established, but these insurgents uh, took over that government. Uh, leading to this imposition of this radical Islam, you know, you used to have a very moderate brand of Islam. You know, women had rights and all that, and there was religious tolerance. Taliban came in, that all went away, and so for a number of years it was like that. And then 9/11 happened. Now, uh, the people who committed 9/11 were uh, a group of people called um, Al Qaeda, and these Al Qaeda, as you should know, they 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 flew planes into buildings, right? And, <laughs>
0: Yes, they they went boom boom and crashed planes and buildings because that
1: was their pastime. I don't know what's funny about terrorism, Jacob. I'm not anyway. laughing
0: at. <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing at terrorism, I'm laughing at the fact of just how you said it. Okay, and Mister, Mister, don't don't turn this on me, Mister. That what's the one with the bag on his head? Yeah. Yeah, we all heard that. We all heard what you referred to Mr. Sting as. The guy with the bag on his head.
1: All
0: right, um, where so, was I? No, no. no. Anyway, so don't go so... patronizing me. I'm not laughing at terrorism. All right? Laugh at the fact that they decided to just fly planes into buildings. Of all the things you can do, it's like their national sport. <laughs> If there was a terrorist Olympics, they'd
1: be the winners for sure. <laughs> anyway, so 9 uh, 11 happened in the aftermath of 9 11. Uh, President Bush um, decided to invade uh, Afghanistan. He led a, an Anglo American led coalition invaded afghanistan they waged war there and um, they overthrew the taliban government making democracy and liberalism to that nation and for the last 20 years there has been a continued fight with this insurgency uh, since 2014 the united states and its allies have moved to the back of uh this fight and let the afghan national military uh, wage this war um and up till recently you know they were winning but political domestic politics back home in these allied countries said we need to end the war stop stop the fighting get our troops out of there and as politics works the politicians listen to the will of the people and they withdrew rather quickly with a lot less planning than should have been given and as a result of at the lack of support um the afghan military was overwhelmed by the, the quick strikes of these Taliban, and within a few months within a month i think the uh, Taliban had taken major cities and had occupied the capital, and the, the government had collapsed, the National Assembly has been dissolved, and the president has fled to neighboring Uburkistan, I-, I believe. So that is the situation in Afghanistan. And now um, the Taliban are back in power. You know, women are having to, you know, dress in in, in, in you know costumes
0: again um <laughs> okay so now so that guy with the bag on a set and costumes very good very good yeah, but, but, but but i i i i joke about i may not even costume. joke it's okay,
1: costume. okay. okay. It's, it, Yeah. It, 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 it's a it, it's a cage you know it's a costume it, it, it's meant to repress the woman. I mean, the women in the West say, "Oh, it's a sign of liberty." No, it's not. It's it's meant to, so uh, it's meant to uh, suppress suppress the woman. And you know, it's so annoying when they say, "Oh, this is my freedom. This is my liberty. This is my choice." No, it's not. No, it's not. But you know, whatever. I don't I don't comment on on Western Muslim women affairs. Anyway. Um... All
0: right. Well, well, well. Here, how about how about I ask us a question? We'll ask some questions here. So, um, with the withdrawal forces, are you in support of bringing the troops home? Are you in support of the withdrawal, or do you disagree? Uh, do you think we should have stayed? Because uh, there's a lot of people who who are in support of the fact that we withdrew, you know. Um, it's been, like, what, 20 years? A 20-year war, basically. And, and, you know, the country was not able to stand on its own, clearly. So, I mean, I, some people said that it's no longer a business. So, some people are in support of the fact we withdrew, but others are saying that you know, with the Withdrawal of troops—it's kind of cowardice from from government leaders, because we've already wasted so many resources and lives that that it's kind of a joke to just just kind of leave all of a sudden. So, what what do you think? Where's where's your take? What what side do you kind of agree with and disagree with?
1: Well, usually I support a non-interventionist role for the Western militaries. Um, Militaries are built to protect your nation, not wage war. But there are instances always where war is justified. And this was an instance. um, The Taliban harbored one of the most infamous terrorist organizations on the planet. A military presence in Afghanistan was necessary to keep these terrorists in check. And With the withdrawal of allied forces, we are now giving these uh terrorist sympathizers a base of operations by which they can extend their influence now uh the the asian uh, nations china and, and russia and other na- nations have uh, moved in to take up the power vacuum left by the allied forces and uh, the influences are supposedly go- supposedly going to moderate uh, moderate the taliban Taliban are claiming a bunch of things, and promising to allow women to work go to school, promising religious toleration, promising of speech, which is, you know, we'll see um, uh, whether that promise flushes out. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the, I think we should have kept a small military presence in Afghanistan. Uh, people, people like to say, oh, well, we were losing troops and we're losing money and all that. Well, I think there's a time when Again, it's justified to throw money and troops to uh, ensure global security. And the second is, is that the Allied forces had not taken an active role since the early 2010s. We were mostly advisory, we were mostly support roles, helping the Afghan military in its war against the Taliban. Um, so I think people who say we need to get our troops out of there, I think they they they're, they have a noble vision. Uh, you know, we want our boys back open, but it's based on ignorance. It's based on a, a lack of the understanding of the larger picture of geopolitical affairs.
0: Well, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, for the most part, as of now, uh, am in support of the withdrawal. Uh, like I said, it's you know, 20 years. You can't stand on your own. I mean, you know, if it takes if if it takes you 20 years to learn how to wipe your own ass, I, I, I don't. And you still can't wipe your own ass, Josh. Are you are you really worth it? <laughs> you know.
1: Um, well, I think that's a very good view. But please go ahead.
0: Well, you know. I, I don't. I don't. It's uh, taking words from what Joe Biden has said. You know, they went there to stop something. They did that a decade ago, and they they aren't there to build a country. You know, we're not there to build a country. Um, we're not Joe really Bi- gaining anything. What was that?
1: No, please finish your statement. Then I'll speak.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not really gaining <laughs> anything, is is what I'm trying to say. Especially Canada. You know, we 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 don't have the biggest military compared to many of our allies. So with America of drawing and any other country of drawing as well, I mean, us to stay there just seems kind of, just kind of like a bad idea. Um, if America had stayed, then, then sure, sure, maybe, maybe then it would have been logical for us to also stay, but with America of drawing, it doesn't really make sense for us to stay. And yeah, I'm kind of i'm kind of with the idea that you know you aren't there to build a country that's that's up to them to do i mean but now now they kind of failed that and the taliban has taken over so womp womp
1: well joe biden is wrong joe biden is wrong you, they, the united states did not succeed in its mission uh the it, the taliban are not like your conventional fighting systems it's like world war ii after six years everyone went home no um, the, these people are more than willing to wait in the shadows, in the dunes, in the dirty caves that they live in for <laughs> generations on earth. And and they'll wait, waging guerrilla warfare, until they reach a point where they can wage conventional warfare, and we have seen that. The, the the Americans did not succeed in their mission in Afghanistan. Uh they may no, Well that's debatable. It depends it, they, who you ask. Some no, people no, believe no, they no, succeed. No. No, 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 they no, did. No, they no, did. no, they, no, they no. it no, depends no, they, who they, you did. ask. No, no, it is not debatable. Taliban, they went there to destroy the Taliban. They may have overthrew the Taliban government. But they did not destroy the Taliban. The Taliban survived, hiding in the dirty caves in rural Because Afghanistan.
0: Every, anything and you try to kill will always hide in the depths, in the dirty
1: no, cracks. No, no. Uh, there are plenty of times in war where we are, where the enemy has been completely obliterated. This is not one of those wars. Like, Okay, give us an example. Well, uh, I mean, I know there is, but give well, us an well, example. Well, let's use the most famous one. How about the end of World War II, where we completely decimated our enemies, occupied their nations, and established democratic states stable governments in their wake hmm? that's an example how about uh, uh at the end of the cold war where the soviet union completely collapsed hmm? so, I mean, there, there okay are, well there that's is, a better is,
0: example but but i mean with world war ii i mean you know certain ideologies didn't just disappear all of a sudden no, now are we no, gonna see a resurgence okay. no not yeah, necessarily
1: are, 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 is there any neo-nazi presence so strong that it's going to overthrow government no these are people at the fringes on the internet that meet in shacks in the woods somewhere. And, uh, they're, but they're, they're not... still in the desks,
0: in the dirty little cracks, and they're still no, alive. But it's un, still there. Un,
1: no, but unlike the Taliban, they aren't waging guerrilla warfare, just waiting for the right moment to wage a conventional war against you and your allies. That's the difference here. The neo-Nazis in the woods, they aren't going to wage conventional warfare against the, the United States and the other racially equal, equal countries. No, they're going to sit in their wood shacks shacks complaining about oh we're going to be replaced by immigrants by 2050 all this nonsense so um there is a difference the united <laughs> states went to went to destroy the Taliban they didn't they didn't succeed they didn't succeed and because of their failures they uh and because of the failures of our allies and planning but mostly it's the united states them, uh in this um, really so retreat leave and and give up no but then you are you're you're giving a power base to these terrorists for which they can extend their influence you don't do that you stay well, okay
0: john no, no. we'll okay Josh, no 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 <laughs> if he does decree why don't you fly over to <laughs> afghanistan and raise a military <laughs> president and stop them you have the free will go ahead go ahead go stop them go stop the Taliban. you know i heard there's a petition going around asking them to stop why don't why don't you go ahead that petition Josh? Uh, Cause apparently it's just America's job to deal with everything and solve the world's problem. Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well forgive me, but if the United <laughs> if the United States is gonna take it upon itself to interfere with civil governments, then yes, it gets to pull the bread. Well, of being they've the changed
0: their mind to... and they left. So now go ahead. <laughs> it's no, your
1: turn. Don't you do,
0: should no, roll your no, dice, don't do, roll that, your that. dice, take your <laughs> shot, take your shot, go ahead.
1: Yeah you don't just get to do that. You don't just get to interfere with people's countries. Says you says, you. Up, says they, you if if you're going to actually be committed to stability, you will leave a military presence here. That's all they have to do, you know. That's all they have to do. Because when the United States was helping, when the Allies were helping. You
0: leave a military presence there, Afghan but they had the capital. They they control the capital. They control many of the major cities. So so because leaving of, a military um, the presence of. there, sure
1: because of the withdrawal they have control of these cities in the capital because the foreign forces withdrew that's why if they had left their troops there wouldn't have been control of the capital
0: well Do hear you me see? out hear me out hear me out hear me out hear me out what if the Afghanistans took a stand themselves <laughs> and, and, and what if what if the president, and the military there didn't fail <laughs> to combat the Taliban forces. I mean, I, 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 I'm I not sure exactly how many troops the Taliban has. I know it's a it's a big number, but I hear it's not as big as everyone thinks it is to be, allegedly. From what I've, what, what I've read, I've read a post, I've read a few posts, I've, I've read, you know, uh, a few little things here and there about how big their force actually is. And if what I've been reading is true, It doesn't seem that big now how big is the Afghanistan forces themselves probably also not that big but I mean hopefully it'd be big enough to kind of give give some sort of defense and not just fall and crumble within a month
1: let let me give you some perspective the Afghan military had uh, 300,000 soldiers now Uh, The the Taliban had 80,000 soldiers, but uh, unlike the Afghan military, the Taliban was waiting guerrilla warfare and uh, the Afghan military was mainly relying on foreign forces for its support. So let me give you an example. Take the air support, right? The air bombings. Uh, Allied forces like the United States would bomb Taliban targets and then the Afghan military would move in. Now, with the withdrawal of foreign forces, the Afghan military was stretched thin. Across the country, while the Taliban wasn't stretched thin, it didn't have to worry about these, um, these the holding control of uh, an entire country. It could focus its guerrilla warfare at, at strategic places, and once the the allied forces withdrew, it could then form up and do conventional warfare, to, uh, siege the major uh, population centers. So even with a smaller military, the Afghan military was not able to withstand the Taliban onslaught. So they failed. Yes, but they failed because of the withdrawal. The the Afghans were um, maintaining a war for the last seven years uh, with foreign support. When that support ended, um, uh, the the Afghan military lost ammunition to continue fighting, and they gave up. They lost morale because they knew they were going to lose. Now, one of the other issues that we noticed from this is that um, uh, the the withdrawal process was so bad that when allied forces would leave a certain area, sometimes they would leave their, their weapon catches full of all these weapons. And when the Taliban would take these weapons and then they would use them on the Afghan military. So the withdrawal was so bad that, there was, that the-, the Okay, but I also, I have also heard- I've
0: also heard that there has been so much money spent on resources for the Afghanistan uh, country before it got taken over, of
1: course. 1% of the federal budget of the United States
0: that's still a lot no it's not it's still a lot no it's
1: not one percent of the the federal u.s budget was spent supplying uh weapons to afghanistan
0: all right how much is one percent of the u.s go ahead go ahead around 45 billion that's a lot that's a lot you're telling me 45 billion dollars no 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 you're telling me 45 billion just goes (laughs) into the air you know what people could do with forty five billion dollars?
1: Yes, when you're dealing with government, money often goes poof into the air, okay? Well the, uh, well, well, well okay,
0: okay. So why are we taking care? of some other country that isn't benefiting us it doesn't make
1: sense because the afghan government was a check on allowing terrorist insurgencies to re- but they were weak and they failed it it didn't matter it was essential they relied
0: too much on their allies
1: in the meantime it could have been Eventually, eventually eventually they had 20 years Twenty years, John. It's, it's not easy to establish a democracy in wartime, Jason.
0: I mean, when you have, you're when you have allies and you have military support from your allies, and, and you know they're doing the bombing and you're
1: moving in and they're doing the bombing and you're moving in. I mean, how hard is it? Well, well as I said, the Taliban are wage wars on generations. They're not like your conventional troops. They are there willing to wait and hide in dirty caves until your people get tired. The Taliban were, were masters at this. They waited until the domestic populations of these allied nations got tired of wars, and then when the people withdrew, they knew that was the time to strike. Um, we think of war in the short game. The Taliban didn't. And that is why the Taliban Supreme Leader was sitting at the president's desk uh, earlier this week.
0: Well, they failed. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Forty once again, forty-six billion dollars, and it just goes poof. Of
1: the Allied withdrawal process.
0: I mean, how much money? Forty-six billion to buy in weaponry.
1: Well, there you go. There you go. But 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 as I said before, when the Allies withdrew, they left the weapon catches with the Taliban, then used on the Afghan military. This is, this and yes, is, that is bad. That is bad. as much as this yes. is the failure of the Afghan government to, you know, establish a stable republic, this is also the failure of the allied forces to withdraw properly. And Mr. Biden uh, played into the game of yes. And, that, I, of I, and I, I can fail. agree with
0: you on that part that it's their fault for that. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, there, I guess you could. There's blame on both sides. There's blame on both sides. But after this lawn. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure there's been people who have been born during the war and are now fighting in the same war. You know, after such a long period of time.
1: Sometimes wars have lasted over 100 years throughout history.
0: A 20-year And war sometimes people don't want that. When the now, yes, there when is the, the argument, there is the argument that now the period, Taliban has a powerhouse basically. They have they have power. They have power. They they are running a country now. So those and, and, who but,
1: say that they want uh, the war to end are stupid. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, let me just say, it's stupid. Um, uh, what's the alternative? A continued military intervention or a terrorist insurgency r- ruling a government and having a base of power? I'd much rather the military intervention. So I think if, you, if you're saying, if, if you're one of those people who are saying, um, oh, I want this one end, well, you know, you don't understand your I <laughs> no, excuse, me, excuse,
0: me, excuse me excuse me i know it's not just so simple as snapping your fingers on the wars over but it is as simple as snapping your fingers and just leaving <laughs> well i mean what, what what are they going to do fly more planes into more buildings
1: they're going to come over here and attack, pl- certainly they're going to harbor terrorists. they're going to harbor terrorists certainly
0: well, we'll see when that happens. When that happens, well, then I guess we'll, well obviously... Yeah, let's and yes, see. you let's could argue that we should probably spy. take
1: precautions. Yeah, let's see when they fly <laughs> another plane into a building. Yeah, let's wait for that. Let's not go well, in there Hopefully
0: the U.S. military would be a bit more prepared this time around. You know? <laughs> they withdrew hopefully they aren't so sloppy in the fact that they just are are just completely turning a blind eye to the terrorists that are now across the sea i'm sure that they i'm sure that they have some so i'm hoping that they have some sort of grasp on at least protection they may not have had a good grasp on leaving and you know in a good way that would benefit the afghanistan country but i'm i'm certain they'd have a good grasp on making sure that their national defense back at home is tip-top shape the you know,
1: withdrawal process was so sloppy that the British had to come in to evacuate people. <laughs> well, yeah, you
0: know, I'm like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't praise the withdrawal in the sense of, of of execution, but you know, they, it happened, it's done. Um, moving on, moving on. We can talk, we can argue about this forever and ever and ever. But moving on, another question. Um, there's been videos uh, of of of. U.S. planes departing, and and there's been an influx of people on on the airfields, and there's been videos of people holding onto planes and falling to their death. What do you have to say about that?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, people are certainly desperate to survive, and you know, once again, it's all based on that sloppy withdrawal. That now the uh, now the British are coming in to evacuate people. Uh, I think Prime Minister Trudeau uh, said that. Uh, he intends to bring in, I think, twenty thousand people. What, I think was, we, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, what's that? Because the British have promised twenty thousand people. Um,
0: and and what about current, the what? The like other million
1: left <laughs> oh, behind. Well, there's thirty-eight million in that country, I think. Um, oh, Trudeau said that he will bring in as many Afghan refugees as possible. Uh, I think we we owe it to these people to help them get out, not because the Taliban are ruling, but because many of them helped us in our war with the Taliban. So we have an obligation to uh, help them get to safety as thanks to their service. Uh, But you know, several, I think a few, 500 um, Afghan refugees have already arrived here in Canada. So we are uh, already in the process of getting refugees out. You know, uh, it hasn't been easier thanks to Mr. Biden. Well, you know,
0: America. I wonder, I wonder what can what you Ms. say?
1: Harris thinks about
0: this. Probably laughing. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows with her? <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty sure she put black men into prison just for the heck of it or can something you imagine like that. If Hillary
1: Clinton was was
0: president right <laughs> now. Oh. Yeah, no, not really. It's a scary <laughs> thought.
1: Uh, second term, Hillary Clinton. No, yeah. oh, <laughs>
0: world would surely end.
1: <laughs> so, so it has.
0: The first been. witch is a president. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> because, because, she's a witch. <laughs>
1: yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yes, I get they're desperate, but. I mean, really? You're going to hold on to a plane and just fall
1: to your death? That, like, really? Well, people will do do anything when they're in a state of desperation. I know, but you're just going to die either way. I mean, remember, Tom did it first. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Oh, well, there's this meme going around that Tom and Jerry, uh, the Tom and Jerry episode where uh, Tom holds on to a plane. (laughs) Well, that's just a bad idea. Well, it's meant to make light of the situation.
0: But I guess if you're desperate then I guess it's justified. But even then I, I just I don't see how that would be would a better solution to, to anything else. And if this country has thirty eight million people, you don't you don't think they want to rise up, form a little
1: rebellion? Yes, because rebellions are so easy to organize.
0: Okay, but what... Okay, well, riots in the streets, blah, 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 blah. 38 million versus, like, what,
1: 80,000. The Taliban could maintain power in Afghanistan for several years. You don't think they can maintain it again? Our country has 38 million, and we don't have a large military. How do we maintain the yes, we don't. We, we don't have terrorists
0: taking... We don't have Trudeau, you know evacuating fleeing to to the u.s <laughs> you know we we don't we don't have none of that here
1: no but the point is
0: we have man, democracy and and civilness civility
1: civil liberties the point is that um uh, just because the military may be smaller in size than the general population it's not mean border should not be maintained not not all 38 million are going to overthrow the government i'm sure there's a lot of people in afghanistan who support the taliban so um Unfortunately, uh, the Taliban are in power for now. We don't know how they will come down. We don't know if they'll come down. But they are in power. And they were a
0: Well, why, why don't we all just agree to not talk to Afghanistan anymore? They're no longer
1: our friends. Well, that's the question to be asked. Uh, shouldn't the government recognize the Taliban as a legitimate authority?
0: No, of course not. A lot of countries have already said no. Mm-hmm. So if you just ignore that country, you know... <laughs> I mean, how good is their farming, really? How good is their resource management, really?
1: Well, if we don't recognize Afghanistan, and what does that make of the people? Aren't they technically considered to be states? And
0: I know, but what I'm saying is, with the Taliban, like, where, 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 where are they going to get their major resources from if they like
1: China, the government, China, Russia, Iran? Yeah. All those those countries have already moved in to offer uh, treaties and alliances with the Taliban government.
0: See, can't trust them. Can't trust the Chinese. But Trudeau loves the Chinese. So, of course, he's going to (laughs) withdraw. So, there you go. It's a lose-lose all around. It doesn't matter what you do, especially if you're Canadian, because Prime Minister Trudeau just loves the Chinese.
1: Oh, I guess so. I guess so.
0: Am I wrong? No, no, no. no. <laughs> he's basically bowing down to them. So I mean, you know, even if even if President Biden didn't withdraw, I'm sure Trudeau would probably be real quick to. So you never know. Um, but then I guess China wouldn't have moved in and he wouldn't have had to bow down. But he's bowing down. So you know. Um, is there anything else to talk about Afghanistan? I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are all worried about, obviously, rights being violated and, and the living situations. Do you have anything to say about that, or do you think we've covered it pretty good?
1: I think we've covered it pretty good.
0: All right. Well, um, yeah, uh, I, I do want to go on record and say that even though I am pretty, pretty okay with the withdrawal... Um, given the circumstances, like I said, I mean, obviously, had Biden remained, then, yeah, I'd I'd be totally... I'd most likely support us staying, too, but he left. And if he leaves, then I guess we should leave, too.
1: So, you know? Why can't the Canadian military stay there?
0: Well, I mean... Like, why should we be the ones to take up the mantle? You know, like, what, 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 like, what, like, what, what, what benefits are is Canada itself getting? Like, what, what benefits is Canada itself
1: getting? Security against terrorist, a pro-terrorist government. That's that's what we get. That's the point of this war. It will ensure our geopolitical geo- uh, uh, security against terrorism. That's why we went in. That's why we should remain.
0: But if we remain by ourselves, it's just I feel like it's we wouldn't have as strong as a foothold. What do you mean? Okay, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to simplify this for you. Um, let's say you're in your house. No, no. Okay, let's say we went to KFC, and uh, you bought a, a bucket of chicken, right? Okay. Now you're in the corner booth. You're eating your chicken, and all of a sudden I walk in and uh, i look over and i see you with a with a bucket of chicken right
1: okay
0: um i approach you and and try to steal your chicken right mm-hmm. um you're you're all by yourself okay. uh okay um you, your other friends left uh and then and then all of a sudden another one of my friends walk in and, and we're both attacking for your chicken now Okay. And, and, and we, we succeed in taking your chicken, and we decimate you, and you die. Yeah.
1: Well, that wouldn't be uh, equivalent, because you wouldn't have that. You would have... Uh, Canadian military presence would simply be serving as a support role to the Afghan military. That's all the Afghans needed, a support role. And they don't have that. Now. That's the problem.
0: But would we be enough of a support role? Just by ourselves? Completely by ourselves? Without America? I think so, Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I we do, I I, I, I have to do more research
1: to be the, fair. But I the, just I don't know. The, the, the Americans' main support role was providing weapons and providing air bombings. I think we have enough uh, planes in our in our uh, uh, air force to bomb places and to uh, enough weapons to provide weapons to the Afghan military. So yes, I think. We could have, uh,
0: I feel like that's a big punk of sense. our budget to give out to them, though, and I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can agree with that. I, I don't like I said. I don't know if we should be the ones having to t- at least not by ourselves. We shouldn't have to be the main people taking up the mantle. Um,
1: Someone has to help prevent the, the rise of terrorism, and if it's not the U.S., then I think we should take that leadership role. It's time for Canada to be a little bit more involved in world affairs when it comes to military matters. Here's a perfect opportunity to do that, suppressing terrorist groups.
0: But to what end? And then what? We, we break mind. out in another lawn, uh, uh, another, what, what, another 10, 20, 30 years of war, just us, by ourselves?
1: Well, that is the inevitable price of fighting the Taliban. We, I mean, you have to be realistic. yeah. So then we're yeah, stuck in you, a war, you, you and you we have don't to, have
0: any allies to back us up.
1: You have to be realistic, and, and then we're the ones.
0: We're the, no, no, no. But then we're the ones who have Obama. planes getting flown into our
1: buildings. No, 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 no. Ever since the war in Afghanistan, there has not been a major terrorist attack like 9-11. The war. Okay, but that gets, could change.
0: Because like you keep saying, like you keep going on and on and on. Only about.
1: if we allow the terrorists to regain power. We have not done that. But they have the they have
0: the country under their control. Right. Well, I mean like had we not done that, then.
1: There but would but have now but
0: we did. But we did. Well there what you I'm go. Saying.
1: But you see my point. If if you're if you're if you're concerned about intervention is that the terrorists are going to target us well first off terrorists have already targeted us before second off um when we uh, had a presence in the country these issues didn't persist now that we are out of the country these issues will have uh, the room to grow again
0: well I'm just gonna make my last little statement here. Like I said, I don't. I, if we were to remain by ourselves, I, I don't think so. If we have support, sure. I don't think you know we're already in debt. So how much more debt do we want to accrue by helping, uh, you know, Afghanistan? I mean, sure, it's a noble cause. I, I, like I said, I'm not. I, I it, it's unfortunate the situation there. It's awful. It's terrible. Uh, no one wants to live under a terrorist regime, of course. But I mean, at the I, end of the day.
1: But that's just such a, that's not, that, 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 that's not, that that's missing the point of the intervention. It's not that we uh, are concerned about the terrorist dictatorship. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, we can have uh, sympathy, we can have empathy for the people living there, but that's not why we went in. We went in to stop people from blowing up our buildings. That's why we went in, and that's why we stayed. So i think that saying oh you know it's unfortunate that you live under this dictatorship but we don't want to spend money on you that's not what it's about it's about we've securing got our own our problems positions. and one of them is terror now so let's send some troops abroad to deal yes, with terror. yes but terror
0: is everyone else's problem too it's not just our problems it's america's it's britain's it's all the non-terrorist it, it, countries it so matter. but why is it, it just doesn't. us why should it be just us it well, doesn't I mean, make sense
1: uh, well, it, it, uh, my, if someone has to do it, if no one else, then at least we are protecting our own interests. That's my point. Now, I'm, I, I doubt that if Canada went back in, no country would join it. The British were more than willing to go back in to get refugees, and I'm sure they'd be willing to contribute if some other country took the lead. Uh, the, Pakistan, the Pakistan military uh, has also been helping to, to uh, fight extremism in the region. Every country has a vested interest in helping to fight terrorism. <laughs> So we just need someone to take the leadership on that, and uh, I think it's possible we can uh, s- secure a military. Yeah, do you think we're going to do that? Do I think that we're going to go back into Afghanistan? Yes. Not, not, not under Mr. Biden. And our Prime Minister, Mr. Trudeau, I don't think is going to send us into weapons.
0: And would Aaron 0
1: Well, I don't know if mister O'Toole will. would.
0: Well, there you go. So I guess for the most part right now, for the most part, uh, we're siding with the fact of the withdrawal. We're just going to withdraw. I mean, obviously we have because that's what's happened. And I mean, I I, I haven't seen a lot of backlash from other parties about that per se.
1: Um, Have you
0: seen any backlash from other parties about that?
1: The parties have mainly focused on the refugee situation. Well, there you go. We're helping in what way we can. In what way our politicians are willing to let
0: us. Well, if you, if you feel differently, you can run in the next election, buddy.
1: Indeed. If only I was Prime Minister. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Yeah, if only. <laughs> so we can toss more Canadian lives away and more Canadian dollars that we don't have away. Fun. Love it. And sometimes
1: um, intervention is just... And remember, you're hearing this from a guy who was largely a non-interventionist. I think that there are some instances where war is justified
0: in your, your uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, we'll have we'll have to wait and see how the situation tracing uh transpires. Uh, maybe it'll get better by some lucky miracle, maybe it won't. Who knows? Uh, hopefully at the end of the day there is no planes flying into buildings though. Uh, definitely don't want that.
1: That less likely,
0: the longer the Taliban stand out. Well, I assume an attack on one is an attack on all. And, you know, the Taliban is going to want to try to play that smart if they don't want. An well, all-out invasion su- again.
1: They survived one war. I'm sure they won't mind surviving another
0: one. Yeah, well, if that does come to be, hopefully next time, uh, you know... All the allied forces would be smart enough to try to decimate them completely, but we'll see. Um, but anyways, that's enough talk about that. Uh, you know, you could go on and on about different opinions and, uh, different solutions and the pros and cons. Um, I guess we've given a bit of both sides, you know. I, I, am okay with the withdrawal for now, I don't, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I agree, terrorism is bad, but we'll see how it goes. If America decide to go back, then sure, let's go back. We'd we have we'd have the support then. Um, I feel like it's better for us to play a support role, though, rather than a leading role. Uh, at least, especially when it comes to that big of a scale. So, but well, yeah, we'll see. Um, anything else to add, Josh, before we go, go go to wrap
1: this up? No.
0: Alrighty, well, that that has been... Uh, our take on the situation in afghanistan um so yeah we're going to we'll briefly do a little talk about what happened to us in just one moment so i can hear you clicking by the way yeah yeah, well, well, what's with all the clicking, bud? <laughs> yeah, okay, five, seconds
1: Perhaps I'm bringing information up to fuel our discussions, but all right, go ahead, I'll stay silent. What, what type of information, huh? Well, uh, fat checking, you know, I brought up, uh, different information regarding the topic we discussed, you know, makes for a more, uh, lively discussion when, uh, you have notes in front of but. I'll see
0: you, Simon. let see, Sarah for five seconds. <laughs> oh no, no, the five seconds is up. This is part of the next topic. Just so ah. you know. Okay. Say hi to <laughs> the people, Josh. <laughs> uh, hi. Yeah, this is, this is. Not only is our co-host, but he's our fact checker. Only I don't really get to see the facts, so I'm just arguing blindsidedly, I guess. So, so that's cool. <laughs> um, you know round of applause to him <laughs> round of applause uh, moving moving forward uh, so yeah we're just going to briefly uh, since this podcast is getting on we're just going to briefly discuss uh, why we stopped doing the podcast and uh, to sum it up you know uh, life got in the way yeah you know uh, uh. I got busy I started college did that um, ooh college I, I, I picked up night shifts at work so i was working a lot yeah and work uh josh here kind of just floated around uh doing whatever he does playing lego star wars i i guess uh that one's a good game (laughs) yeah sure buddy um so yeah no uh where will this podcast go from here uh hopefully we can go back to bi-weekly uploads um, we're both interested in committing to the podcast I mean I'm I'm going to get real busy again though because my next semester of college is coming up and, and I've been doing uh, a lot of hobbies and skill work in my life so we'll, we'll see but um, skill work
1: you said?
0: yeah yeah hobbies, skill work, uh, building skills like what? Well, been working out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Very skillful. You know, it is. It is a skill. Strength can be a skill.
1: (laughs) I I mean, it's it's more a a baseline. Athleticism
0: can be a skill. Uh,
1: Oh, what
0: what athletics have you been doing? I said athleticism.
1: Yeah, so what athletics have you been doing?
0: Well, working out, I guess you could argue is bodybuilding, but you never know. You never know, buddy. You never know. You know, the world, is, the world is a great big place. I've been I've been working on a book. That's oh, something I've been doing. Tell us
1: about your book. Oh, I will!
0: I will tell you about my book.
1: Okay.
0: Um, real good book. It's called uh, United. Uh, might have to change the title, because I think Cory Booker has a, a book that has the same title. But we'll see. That's um, a U.S. senator. <laughs> yeah, Josh. It sure is, pal. Um... You know, it's still, you know, we're, we're about a third, maybe halfway through writing the book. Um, little fun fact for the audience, uh, Josh here is also writing a book called The Empire Games. I know, kind of sounds like a ripoff of The Hunger Games. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'll, I'll tell you
1: how, how my book works, because, you know, Jacob, Jacob has a with my book. It's,
0: a, it's
1: a very simple book. Uh, book one details uh, a successionist crisis that grows in an empire after the death of the of an emperor book two it's a trilogy you know book two will cover the civil war that follows the successionist crisis and book three will follow the aftermath of the civil war and the, and the events that follow that because so note it takes issue with the facts that there are some more explicit scenes in my book
0: there is literally <laughs> like first chapter as soon as you open the book like five pages in there's a smutty
1: scene well, that is just so gross and revolting. It, 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 well, well the this, this smutty scene was uh, made to depict the um, relational dynamic between one of the candidates of the throne and the current emperor. And it's meant to show why, uh, part, uh, in part, why there's a se- se- successionist crisis later on in the book. So it, it's not just something I threw in because I wanted to throw in that in the book, but it serves a role. Yeah, but story. it's a gross
0: role, and you don't need so much detail. This man goes into detail about well, it. I, I, I mean,
1: I, I mean, like, like, I, I think
0: Empire so, I Games think, more like Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: I think vivid imagery uh, is important. And,
0: uh, I'm not sitting there, <laughs> sitting there, and
1: going, "Ooh, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> oh, well, oh yeah!" I love, I love, I love the fact that that character is doing that to that other character. Well,
1: mm. I, I, I mean, others will. and... Some, some will enjoy that scene. Some won't. I, I don't, yeah, make, well, if I don't just, make scenes based on what's enjoyable. I make If the people wanted
0: people. softcore porn, there's all. it's all <laughs> over the internet, all right? We don't need any of that. Let's read this book, all right? No, no, you
1: no. Know, I'm thinking of making it into either a movie or an episodic series. Well, how about
0: you get through the book first and see how it does? Because oh, so yeah. far... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a lot of reviews of my book compared to his book, and, you know, most people, uh, for my book, it's all good things to say, but, you know, a lot of people get caught up on that one scene in his book, and, you know, it's getting a bad rep. You Indeed. know, it's, a lot of us are starting to see it as a sex book, and, and it's
1: kind of gross. You know, which is just stupid because it's a—it's a very short scene. Well,
0: that, you know, you need to know is, how to take very, criticism,
1: very, though. Very, you need no, to know how no, to no, take no, no, criticism. I, I, I can take criticism, but it, it's well, a stupid, what Well, we're it's, telling you. It's a we told you. No, no. We told you. The fact you. of the matter is, is that it's a very small scene that adds to the story, that adds to the world, that I'm. Playing. Not really. So far, it hasn't. So so far, it hasn't. Well, you haven't read the full book
0: yet. Well, well, if it's (laughs) going to add to the story, just make it simple. You don't have to explain. This man goes into deep. No, I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to talk. This man, this man goes into detail about what's happening. He goes into into explicit detail about what the two people are doing, and we don't need to know that. You just have to. You could have just made it into a simple kiss or something, but no, this man went above and beyond.
1: Of course, because visual imagery that's the commitment we've made and that's what i showed in the book now uh, is this book for children no that's scene would make it so. but this book is targeted to more mature audiences and i include a short visual uh, a sexual scene that's supposed to establish something later in the book the relationship between the emperor uh and one of his potential successors and you'll see when you read the book why it's in there and you'll appreciate it just like i do
0: Someone's uh, someone's assigned to rev their engine out on Josh. It seems. Huh? Ah? Oh. Someone's oh. been. I heard a revved engine uh, coming from your end. Ooh, or a bike anything. or something. They were just just giving her.
1: I didn't hear anything.
0: Well, you know your ears aren't the best, so there, there you go. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that kind of just sums up what we've been doing and why we've been busy—just life. Um, yeah, we're gonna hopefully keep going with this podcast. If you like, please let us know. Um, anything else to say, Josh, before we uh, we end this?
1: No, I don't. I mean, uh, make sure you read my book when it comes out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, despite. The I'm criticism. more
0: sure you'll enjoy my <laughs> book more. Uh, so far, it has pretty much five star reviews all around. Uh, his book. <laughs> Uh, you know people hear that first part and they just want to put it down so it collects dust so i mean we'll see uh, my a, book is kind of similar it's it's based it's on as an empire it's dustier
1: your bible
0: it's dustier josh it's dustier <laughs> that's how bad it is it's dustier oh. than my bible
1: so oh, no, that's- well, yeah. maybe, well, maybe I'll... Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what I've done the story whether it's just a, a little smooch or the visual imagery that I depict. Well,
0: I think you should take our criticism into effect and it'll be a good book. We'll read it. Um, but yeah, uh, this has been a Men in Ties podcast. Uh, great, great to be back. Great to... <laughs> great to chat to all you lovely folks and um, yeah, that's it. Goodbye!
1: Da 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 All right, good night.